Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to one of my uh, podcasts. Um, I think it's number 20 or something, isn't it? Where are we? Number 20. Um, it's an absolute pleasure and honor to have uh, with me Farouk Ahmed, my, uh, very, uh, fr- my brother from another mother. Thank you yes. so much. Farouk uh, interviewed me uh, a while ago and they played uh, some uh, videos of our last interview and I couldn't work out who was who. <laughs> I was like, get it closer. Which one's me? Which one's Farouk? So, um, absolute pleasure seeing you. Thank here you very again. much. Happy New great Year to, to you, my friend. Happy New Year. Thank you. And it's great to be here again. Thank you. Thank you On so the other much. side of the, ha- the how's, table. How's your journey? How's your journey going? Uh, I know uh, that you started recently doing yes. uh, podcast interviews. Yes, yes. What was the purpose of that? And I need uh, to learn from you, actually. We, we started, me and my wife, we're doing it together. Uh, she's the producer of the podcast. She helps a lot in a lot of things. We started in September 2019. So barely just started. I wouldn't call myself... Uh, any experienced podcast, I'm still learning. But the main purpose behind it was uh, kind of a selfish one. We wanted to collect a lot of great stories from great successful people for our kids to inspire them and to motivate them. And uh, the reason we we chose this uh, particular area of uh, motivation and inspiration was because I, uh, from my background also, I come uh, a little bit towards this motivational speaking and uh, training and I realized that there was so much that we could give back to people, not just to my, for my kids, yes, that's part of it, but to people in general. And there's so much that we can learn from people around us. And it's an, kind of an interesting story how it all began because uh, we were sitting one night at our place. We had uh, close friends who were moving out of the country and we were just having their farewell dinner at our place. And uh, we were talking about all kinds of motivational talks and inspiration and because that friend of mine also does a lot of philanthropy and a lot of mentoring. And uh, it was past midnight when they left. They had a flight uh, two days later. They were moving out. And then my wife was like, dude, that was some amazing discussion. I wish we would have recorded it. And uh, it would be so good. It was gone in time. It was gone. And we realized that, and I realized that it really was. And then uh, I remember 1, 1.30 a.m. in the night, I just called her up and I said, listen, I know you're flying off, so I don't have time. So, and, and she had already packed off her, her apartment and everything. She was just living in a hotel. And I said, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, <laughs> we're coming over to record a podcast. Wow. And that's how it all began. Amazing. How, many, how do you find the people? How do you find the right people to interview? So uh, I'm lucky enough... Uh, to how to be surrounded by this this thought and these people because uh, that's what I, I go for you know I don't like to waste time thinking and talking about gossips and all of that whatever I do I like to surround myself with these people because they inspire me so what I did the well, first thing I did was I sent out a message to all of these friends my they're, they're really very good friends like yourself you know, we just uh, sent out messages, hey, this is the new thing we want to start, and we'd love to hear your story. We know your story, we know you for so many years, but then we'd like to put them on record. 
and most of them were great you know we're grateful that uh, they agreed and then you know we started recording them one challenge that we had earlier on was uh, you know the time and the logistics and traffic in dubai and everything it was difficult and then i have a full time job most other people have full time jobs so then out of necessity we invented the kind of a traveling podcast setup so we can just put put everything in a backpack and then roll it wherever we want to set up wherever we want to and yes. shoot a podcast are you technically minded because i was so impressed you came here in 15 <laughs> minutes set it all up and it was a more professional set of the mind so um, no i think you, your setup is very efficient i mean we just walked in we sit down you know and then we are good to go for us yes it is uh, an effort to set everything up but like i said it came out of necessity but uh, coming uh, to answer your question about technicality yes i i do come with a little bit of technical background of uh audio engineering and sound recording out of hobby as i was growing up uh i was very much interested in these things and i learned how a recording studio works and how music production works and all of that so yes i did have that uh, thing and very early on i had uh, picked up the hobby of uh, photography and videography so that that helps a lot but i always tell people and i and i promote the podcasting world to a lot of people and i say everybody should have a podcast yes it's tremendous amount of learning and i say you don't need to know anything at all and frankly speaking if you just want to start all you need you don't even need to have video all you need is your phone just put it in the middle of two people and start talking that's it yes and then you can grow and learn and you know there's no limit to that yes i'm still learning before we started uh, recording we were discussing the phone because you got yes. your phone out and you're recording this conversation um so and I, i i don't i'm not technical at all right mm-hmm. so i asked you and you started telling me a story about uh, that having a memory on your phone saved mm-hmm. you once can yeah. you tell me the story what happened was well, it a podcast uh, yes it was in a podcast very recent one and in fact uh, if people listen go back and listen to my podcast the last one that i released uh, this was uh, so today is the 22nd 15th of january 2020 the episode that was released episode number 10 was with a very famous celebrity musician from pakistan and uh, he was visiting here he's a very well known musician not just in pakistan but across the world and i got to talk to him because he has a very interesting uh, history behind him how he got onto that you know uh, educated as a as a computer science engineer and you know, in technically sound in in that area and then suddenly one day you decide to quit your job and get into yes. what you love and then you succeed world over on that so the amazing story so what happened was we had a very short window to shoot that podcast because of course he was touring and then he had to leave and then you know when you're when you have to time yourself between some ins and outs of people you have to really work efficiently so we go there we set up uh we had a around 2 hour odd podcast halfway through the podcast So we use a sim- very similar setup audio of audio recording like you have here, and my wife's usually the one monitoring behind the scenes. She realized that the audio recording was not working, Ooh. and halfway through, and in the middle of a very interesting story that he was telling us, and then I was like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do?" And then later on, she figured it out. She switched it on. We fixed it. We took a little break, and then we fixed it. But in post, it was a big challenge. How? to combine mix, all yeah, of that exactly. mix in that and then I really did not want to lose the the first half of the podcast I loved it so uh, but thankfully for these backups so I always have redundancy that I've also learned through experience 
uh, of of having multiple audio sources recording at the same time backup system so yes so while we are uh, recording podcasts other than the mics we have at least three other sources recording on the side we should do this yeah and uh, and that really helps so yes. it was an effort in the post but uh, we combined all of the audios into a you know bigger and beefier signal so it sounded close to what the mic sound like we were a little bit of uh, processing on it and then we were good to go and we were able wow. to release that podcast just from a mobile phone recording so at at a time usually <laughs> i have around 3 uh, different sources uh, combining mobiles cameras and an external recorder so it saved you it's it saved my life and in fact i mean you learn with it has been anything in life you learn i mean we we started off in september we had shot six episodes we had queued them on the platforms and everything we were marketing them i was in the middle of some of the post processing of some of the episodes and then suddenly we got hit by ransomware and all the data was gone and i had no backup so you lost the and six and i lost six episodes gone and most of those episodes were of people who were traveling to and fro taking connecting flights so it was so hard to catch them and again. it's impossible to catch them again Machine. and unfortunately i lost them and that's when i realized that you know <laughs> every step i have to take backups and all yeah. but then that also helped and we were discussing just before we started the podcast of revamping the in- entire equipment yes. uh, to suit that purpose yes. and that resulted i think in a much better production quality so in hindsight it was a blessing in disguise but at that point in time when you were down you feel everything is over of and course and also what i find is that um, it takes time to edit we have a backlog of uh, podcasts mm. and somebody who's taken the time to be interviewed they yes. want to they want to hear the result they want to see it yes right and uh, you feel like disappointed if you can't give it to them fast enough yes yes yeah so um i'm going to discuss lots of things with you I, mm. honestly out of all my guests you like one of my favorites oh, because we're on it no seriously so <laughs> one uh, i love you very much your wife you, was brother. so amazing thank you so how do you guys meet was she was she into personal development like you or is that something that she's grown into living with uh, or was it the other way around so how did we meet that's going back 15 years <laughs> was <laughs> she into personal development then or uh no she's actually a very very enterprising woman who, who i feel sometimes i feel i'm restricting her because i tend to uh convince her of my hobbies and all and I love her for that because she's always there to support but uh so she was uh, uh she was running her own business she was she initially she was working at one of the biggest fashion houses in Pakistan as a as a main uh, designer and uh, later on she started her own business and then we were moving countries between here in Pakistan and all of that and then back here again and i at all points in time i used to think about this is what i want to do i want you know i I've, i've always uh, been very very uh, sort of uh, in i i i tend to find time to do some things in, in uh, no matter what i'm working where i'm working i always try to find time to meet people inspire people motivate people so i used to have a lot of back to back meetings and you know seminars and things like that and she would always support me and then when we this podcast although was her brainchild you know so although she didn't know anything about the the technical bit in the beginning yes. but then she took time and effort to learn all of that wow. 
because she understood the importance of it. Because you have kids, right? And she follows yes. you everywhere with you, supporting yes. you. Amazing. Yeah, I think the, the best thing about us as a couple is that uh, we are open to each other's uh, uh, you know, hobbies and, and ideas, and we learn to, uh, to, to enjoy each other's uh, yeah, hobbies admirable. and all. It's admirable. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So how did you guys meet? So how? Oh. Energies are the same. Well, that's a very uh, unconventional kind of story. So it wasn't an arranged marriage, was it? Oh, more than arranged. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell we hadn't more. even seen each other. No. Yeah. So, so your, <laughs> your stars were aligned, yeah? Yes, thankfully. Because thankfully, you could have yes. been totally so opposite with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been what I am and where I am today if it wasn't for the support of my wife. And if it was, if it was somebody else, I wouldn't have been what I am today. So all credits to her. But when we met, when we got married, I mean, at that point in time, it was a new discovery for both of us. And I think, and, and I say this to a lot of people I meet that, you know, whenever you're in, in, in a situation where things are new for you, don't shove them off immediately or don't make up your mind based on stereotypes. Experiment, explore, learn, and then pivot towards how you wanted to go. So you guys worked at it. So we was it love at first sight when you met each other or was it something? There was no sight. We just got married. And when you met, you're like, oh, hello, so, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And how, did it, how, so, does, it, how does it work? Uh, so at that, at that time, this was in, uh, this was, like I said, 15 years ago. Yeah. So well, what it wasn't, happened? It's still 21st century. You make it sound as though it was like <laughs> after the war. Right? So it seems a lifetime, yeah. you know. So Delete that part, please. Yeah. <laughs> just chill. No, in a good way. In a yeah, good I'm way. just kidding. I've really, got yeah. it on recording. I'm blackmailing. Yeah. So actually, I was here in Dubai. She was in Pakistan. And then, uh, of course, we were at that age that parents were talking about us getting married. Mm -hmm. And also one day, my mom just called me. And I'm really, I mean, I don't know whether you want to delete this part or not, but kind of uh, embarrassing. My, my, my Which is embarrassing. I, I mean, we, we won't delete that, it. Not in that. <laughs> we won't delete it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna put me on the spot. Absolutely, there, huh? yeah. We're gonna. What we're gonna do? We're gonna boost that part, please. Yeah? <laughs> so my mom just called me and said, "Hey, listen, this is uh, you know." So we saw somebody. We we you know we want you to talk to her. Did the families know each other for a while? No, 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 wow, no, no. really. So usually, you know, in our in our culture, also it leads from one connection to the other, and so and so, and then you meet, mm -hmm. and then you decide, you know, mm -hmm. and then you maybe sometimes. The, and you're like, I'm not flying back to see her, just book it. So, yeah, no, incidentally, she was here uh, on oh, a really? visit. Oh, wow. Okay. So my mom calls me and says, hey, this is her number that her mother gave me. Just call her and speak to her. I said, what? You're giving me the number of a random woman and your girl, and then you want me to call her and say, hi, you know, I want to marry you or whatever, yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work like that. She it's no, a good referral, yeah? She's yeah. expecting your call. Yeah. No, she didn't know. No, you're joking. She didn't know. The best part that's is... Not, that's not a referral. That's a lead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom just said, you know, just, just speak to her. She doesn't know that, you know, you'd be calling or why you'd be Thanks, calling. Thanks, mom. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. And then I tried to figure out what to talk to her. And I just called her up and I just made up a story that... Uh, oh, so you I lied. You started a relationship with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, again, see, I told you this was an embarrassing story. Super boost this one, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I just, I just said, you know, okay, you're going back and uh, you're here on a visit, so I need to send some very important documents back home. Could you help me take, you know, the classic uh, No, it's excuse. not so classic. No, I don't lie, man. I don't. <laughs> 
and then uh, she went right out collect- I thought I thought that way I, I would get to see her at least when I yeah, hand over yeah, yeah, the documents yeah. to her and I didn't know what documents I have to send back yeah so it was just a car magazine and an envelope seal <laughs> and uh, incidentally you know we you met no we didn't you meet. didn't because she sent her cousin over to no you are <laughs> joking me yeah yeah some hairy bloke turns yeah, up like yeah, I'm yeah. not going to marry you yeah but then eventually you know the the families met okay and they like they they got along very well uh, at that time aren't you like intrigued to see what she looks like or anything uh, like for me i think more like important 20 is 20 stone 200 kilos in weight <laughs> and no hair uh, and, well that's not so I, bad <laughs> I don't think that crossed my mind mainly because what I I like I said you know I always go for what's up here. Wow. So uh so we so spoke on the phone. So you just struck it lucky, right? I I say yeah, that. I say yeah. that out loud. I mean I I, I struck gold. She's a wonderful lady. Uh so I, when we spoke uh I realized that you know uh I can talk to her and she would understand and what she's saying I understand and there can be a good relationship. Yeah. and that's for all that mattered to me beautiful so we practically got engaged over phone uh so our families were there at yes. their place i yes. was here she was there we were on phone uh, so it's definitely cheap kind of, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and it was a voice call because you know we couldn't do skype sure sure so and then when i when when i went back home i met her for the first time after we had already gotten engaged yes. officially and then what you like let's go let's go for a meal have a chat get to know each other or was it like Tomorrow we get married. Here's your ring. Here's your ring. Well, the rings had already been exchanged. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, you were totally committed. Point. So yeah. So there was no backing out then. Yeah. But then yeah, we went out for a meal and then we talked. And but the best part was, even though we were meeting uh, for the first time, physically speaking, uh, we didn't feel as if we were meeting for the first time because during that time, after we got engaged, we used to speak on phone and all. And by that time, we had already discovered and our our sort of brains had aligned. Yeah. So. Uh, it wasn't uncomfortable at all wow. and from that time on it has never been uh, and you have how many beautiful kids two so we have three kids three kids right. two boys and a girl wonderful how old yeah. are they so my eldest is uh, going to be 13 next month okay so uh, and then 11 and i have a daughter 4 year old oh, wonderful yeah. now does your wa- wife work or she's she used to now but uh, not uh, since we had a daughter okay. so you work old. you bring your three kids and you still find to do podcast and uh, Amazing. My yeah, my respect to you both. Really, really. <laughs> Thank you so much. Three amazing kids, amazing family. Uh, I truly respect you for that. Thank you so um, much. Co- having covered your personal yeah. embarrassing moments, um, <laughs> how does if the listeners and viewers want to, uh, including myself, have a more successful podcast? Hmm. How do they go by doing it? Uh, see, have, have more reach, have more viewers or listeners. See. Uh, The best thing about podcast is that you don't have to script it. Yes. You don't have to fake it. And right. if you fake it, people will know and it will not be successful. Right. Other than that, it's a long game. At this point in time, podcasting is what maybe social media was in 2007, 8 in the early days of it, you know. At that time, only the geeks and the real genius people used to have websites and all of those things because yes. it involved some coding and some backend yes. uh, technical bit. So not everybody could do it. Yes. that's where podcast is right now mm-hmm. but now it is becoming easier and easier with different platforms okay and it's not going to be like this in 5 years right is it's going to be really really congested and uh, that's why i tell everybody get on the podcast train now now is the time 
and, and keep creating content. And the, the, the idea is keep but creating content. Sorry, if nobody's That's watching it, right? So let's say um, I have, I've got a team, thank God, to look after mm. my, my things. Let's, in layman's terms, right? Mm. I video you and uh, do I open up a YouTube account and just stick it on YouTube? But you talked about podcast platforms, right? Right. How do you go by opening these platforms? How does it work? Is there an app somebody has to download? Mm. Is it Farouk Ahmad's app or is it a different platform and you happen to be there? How does it work? So the best thing about podcast, the way it is distributed is through what is called an RSS, which is really simple syndication. That's what RSS stands for. But technically speaking, it's nothing but a simple uh, line of code that you copy paste. Okay. So you host your podcast at one platform. You can choose from multiple platforms, from, from SoundCloud to Libsyn, you know, many, many uh, available options depending on how you want to proceed in terms of financial commitment. There are free options as well. Yes. You just host, so all you need to do is upload your audio content on that platform, yes. and that platform would have given you an RSS code that you then submit to iTunes and to Google Podcasts and wherever you want to host, uh, uh, sorry, promote your broadcast through. So let's say, and that's it. so you do this, it goes on iTunes. Everybody yeah. with Apple or whatever has yeah. iTunes, and you can do Android as well. Yes. But how does somebody find you? Because I go on iTunes and I'm downloading like famous pop stars and stuff. So I go into podcasts. I think that comes with and time. And thousands of people looking. Yeah. How do you make sure you're on top yeah. of that I list? think that comes with time and the kind of, exactly, the, I mean, it will take some time, but you have to be consistent with the kind of content that you're creating. So if, if, if I keep on jumping around from topics to topics, today we're having a conversation. Uh, tomorrow I'm talking to somebody else about, let's say, movies. The next day I'm talking to somebody else about weather and so on and so forth. I have no consistency. There's no recognition. So this is consistency to the listeners, to the viewers. So, yeah. So but they what, should know what to expect out indeed. of my podcast. So what happens is when I, I'm just from layman terms, mm. okay, and, and somebody who's not an IT savvy, I go on press podcast and I see the Gary V's and Grant Cardone's, yeah. and, but I never see mine or yours. Or how, how does some, do they have to specifically go looking for us? Put our names down? In the beginning, that's how we, we will have to promote our podcast okay, so to friends so we pay. and to social we circles. We pay? Uh, you pay, can pay? Yes, you can buy ads uh, or you can have some really uh, smart hashtagging done and you know use hashtags on social media like Instagram, uh, push out snippets on uh, so Instagram, you post LinkedIn. A snippet of your podcast yes. onto Instagram, hashtag relevant relevant hashtags okay. and then somebody clicks on a hashtag they can go direct to your itunes yes. account or you, into yes. the android yes and then you can you can have a call to action at the end of that snippet say you know for full episode go to so and so link or search for various podcast on itunes right. or on google podcast things right. like that but of course when you're talking about people like gary Vee and all you know they they He's had a thousand podcasts they are like, right yeah they, for the, 10 years i think it's been the amount of content that gary Vee produces in a single day is probably more than most people make in 2 years yes yes and the amount of distribution network that he has mm -hmm. so naturally he will have more traction yes same i mean it's it's the more you put your effort into it the, i know people who who post two episodes a day. Yes. They're able to do it. And then and they to get, get traction. traction let's say the content is good to get traction. Yes, How long do you think it, your expectation should be? Let's say mine. Mm. I'm doing one a week. If mm. I want to accelerate it, what would be success in your eyes? What would be not success? I think How generally... Long, let's, say, let's say I hire you as a consultant. 
and I might do mm-hmm. right? <laughs> if you're interested. No, no, no consultancy. We're just friends. Thank We're you. Just to trying help to... me promote and yeah. make it the like top ten podcast in the Middle East. Oh, Middle East is a very, very niche market. So maybe you can have uh, Arabic podcasts or okay. have Arabic translations. Be a great podcast because I wouldn't understand the thing. Fine. Yeah, so <laughs> the same here with me. But then, but then maybe have somebody translate, translate, or you know, transcribe in Arabic. That's one part. Not maybe not the full one-hour episode. Maybe snippets. Okay. When you're posting snippets on LinkedIn, have them transcribed in Arabic as well. That's one thing. But then generally, what what people agree on at this point in time is that once a week is is ideally uh, the minimum amount that you should okay. do. I don't do once a week. I do once in every ten days. And that too, we've started now. We used to do once every fortnight. And the reason behind that was because of course I have a nine to five job. And uh, with that schedule, with family and everything, I, for me, most important was the consistency in terms of being able to publish out on time. So I thought even if it is once fortnight, that's fine in the beginning. But now I have enough podcasts in queue that I can push it to once in every 10, 10 days, days and then hopefully once every week and then so on and so forth. So it's, I always say, you know, don't pr- pressurize yourself on that because uh, so there has to be a reason why you're doing a podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I don't do a podcast because I expect it to make money for me right now, at least. Yes. Right. I want people to know who I am and what I'm doing and the kind of value that I'm trying to bring to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And my, my main product is not my podcast. My main product is my, for example, my time management course. Yes. My training courses, that's my product, yes. you know, and uh, as a person, what I tr- want to give uh, to people in value, that's what I'm trying to bring through my podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so naturally, my first focus will always be on my content and on my uh, the, 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 the trainings that I'm doing. Podcast is just a tool to help it promote. And then once you get to that point where you are discovered, uh, people get to know you, then you can increase it. What, when is that point? It really depends on uh, content, I would say. So I say uh, there's a lot of competition when it comes to motivational speaking and, and inspiration motivation. You would know being in this business that you know everybody you turn to is a motivational speaker. Yes. So then people have to take time to test everybody yes. and then figure out where they align with, who yes. they align with, right? Yeah. So there would be people who would be listening to maybe me, maybe you, and then people would say, no, what Darius says makes more sense than what Farooq says. So I'm going to align with him. And I'm going to start at, following. At what point would you say I've succeeded? 1,000 views, 10,000, 100,000, 1 million? For me, it's it's an ongoing thing. You know, if I, if I So right now, if I'm... The, another thing right now, like I said, podcast is an early bird right now, is because the metrics are not as well-defined as... YouTube and but other you can platforms. take advantage of it, right? You can, you can, but at the same time, what people are doing now, uh, you're also recording this on video. I record my podcast on video and I post it on YouTube because that gives me some idea of the traction that my podcast is getting. Do you promote it on YouTube? Yes, I do. I do. I, I do part, uh, sorry, YouTube, Instagram and LinkedIn all together. So do you do a snippet on YouTube? Or yes. do you no, no. Uh, YouTube is full podcast. Yeah. And then uh, you find the uh, demographics of your viewers. Yes. And then you spend a little bit of money promoting it on YouTube. Yeah. I, I'm not. Then, I'm not promoting them. I'm not oh. buying ads at this point in time. Okay. I want to see how the organic growth is. Okay. Because if once I get to that point, I want to be able to commit to it in a lot more 
Uh, do you put all your, you said 10 parts, do you put all 10 in one go or you just, no. you pace it? No, I pace it, you know, okay. uh, one uh, episode every 10 days. Okay, so it's it co it's coherent with your uh, launching of your podcast? So yeah, my, you, all the YouTube? episodes on all platforms come out together. I see, I see. okay. I would start promoting with snippets uh, two, three days earlier than they're expected to launch. Okay. The build-up, yeah, teaser. Yeah. Um, what I find is when I'm watching YouTube, suddenly this guy comes along and starts talking for about 30 seconds, and it's really irritating. Mm -hmm. So if you want more, click on my this. Do you, do you advise that, or do you think it should be a snippet of your podcast, and if people want to hear more, they click? Well, it works different for different people. You have to experiment. For example, if Gary Vee puts out a content of 10 seconds, people will still get something out of it. Okay. 30 seconds, they would still get something out of it. Okay. And if he says, you know, for full episode, go here and there, people would actually go. Okay. If I do that, maybe people will not go because yes. they don't know me enough. Yes. Uh, but here's another thing. Uh, how many people would actually have time to sit in front of YouTube and look at exactly. my bald head <laughs> for an hour, yes. right? So I have to experiment. So what I do right now, what I'm doing is, I have my full episode on uh, YouTube. Yes. Because YouTube now has a feature that you can uh, switch your phone off and the audio would still be playing. Okay. So then you can, in a way, it's like audio as well. But then it's available on all audio platforms like Spotify and everywhere. And then I have a minute or so snippets that I would publish on LinkedIn, on Instagram, uh, through WhatsApp, just send across to your friends and colleagues. And if they like it, they will pay it forward. And that's how, and at the end of that one minute snippet is a link to the whole episode. Yes. So that's what I'm experimenting right now. Like yes. I said, I mean, I'm, a, I'm very new in this world. <laughs> still learning, still learning from, from a lot of people here in UAE and international trends as well. But what I'm consistent about and what I'm sure about is that I want to keep it doing and I want to yes. keep it going with the consistency. Yeah, because you're natural, value. you yourself. Right. Exactly. What, what I felt I that it. Yeah, it was just you yeah. and that's why I felt so comfortable that's why I'm enjoying this so much because it feels so easy yeah right not that you're easy but you know what I mean. <laughs> so um, tell me about somebody that you would if you had to wave a magic wand apart from me who would you like to interview to interview yeah oh my god top three See, and why uh, and why okay, okay. Whatever well, that was a joke about me was a joke, but he didn't laugh. No, no, no. See, yeah. there was a reason why I wanted to interview, and we discussed that on my podcast, and I let the viewers go there, listeners sure. go there and okay. listen to that. But uh, uh, yes, you have a very inspiring story behind you. Thank you. And like that, what I look at, or what I look for in my guest is a takeaway that tells people that you are only limiting your, yourself by your imagination. So I'd like to quote one example here. Please. Till April 1954, everybody thought that the, there is nobody in the world who could run a mile in under four, four minutes. Yes. And then what happened in April 94? One guy comes in and he says, and he breaks that record. Yes. And from that time till today, more than 20,000 people have done it. Yes. Including kids, yes. high school kids. Yes. So what does that tell us? Roger that Bannister. Was Roger it? Bannister, yes. And what does that tell us? It's that we limit ourselves by our imagination and by something that people tell us, oh, it can't be done, so that means it can't be done. Yes. But the moment that barrier was broken, everybody thought it can it's be doable. done. It's doable. It's doable. And yes. then people keep on doing it. 
Yes. Right? I know I know coaches, if you don't want me to interrupt yeah. you, said, they actually tease or, or cheat their students and they pull the uh, a one, one mile flag yeah. to one mile and 50 yards. Mm -hmm. So the person tries harder yes. to get there and then they tell them afterwards that you actually passed the one mile post yeah. 50 yards ago and yeah. they did it within yeah. so they go we see this in the gym process we yes. see this in in these mm. uh, of course with athletes and all and and uh, uh, uh colin uh, his name is i think colin o'brien uh if i'm uh, apologies if i'm wrong but i think it's colin o'brien who in december 2018 became the first man in the history to cover the entire antarctica alone unsupported he had his oh, yeah. fuel, food, his sled, everything. 54 days. No dogs, no nothing. Just nothing, himself. just himself. People have been trying that for hundreds of years and dying. Yeah. They can't give it from the side to the middle, right? Yeah. And he went all the way across. All the way across. And the best thing is, uh, in 2008, he got burned in an incident where the doctor said you would not be able to walk again. Wow. And in He'd be a good guy to interview. Yes, why not? I would love to. There's Let's so many people. There's Let's do it. See, that's the thing, Rajesh. There's so much of abundance and so much. We of could organize our own podcast, Two Eggs Interview. Oh, <laughs> that's a good yeah? name. Two eggs. That's a good Two name. Two boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the guy's name? If, if it's correct, it doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Uh, what, what Colin O'Brien. Okay, cool. Yeah. American? Uh, American, yes. Wow. wow. His triathlon has multiple world records. And uh, he did it, and he, the doctor said you would not be able to walk, walk again. He was walking one month after his accident. Amazing. And then he built it up, and then December 2018, he had that record. Nobody in the history, yeah. It's all mind power. He has a book called uh, The Impossible First, something like that. Yeah. Amazing book. And that's what he says, you know. Figure out your impossible, and you do that first. We, in our coaching world, uh, we, we say, eat your biggest frog first, yes. you know, and, and I use that technique a lot in my time management courses, you know, figure it out, figure out your frogs, Yes. eat the biggest frog first. Yeah. If you're French, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, I wouldn't dare try it. <laughs> only joking, yeah, eat your front French legs, uh, frog's legs. Yeah. So, so who top three, give me your top three. Uh, he, 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 would he be one of them? Sorry? Would he be one of them? Well, why not? Because I really cannot decide because I see abundance everywhere. I see so many people. Tell so me your top three. We're going to send it out there. They might call you. Uh, well, okay. So I, I would I like to, to interview Sheikh I would, Mohammed. I would, sorry? Sheikh Mohammed from Dubai. What an I would example. love. I what would an, love because. What an amazing how, story. How would someone oh my God. see a desert, visualize wow. something, build a whole country around it? Think wow. about it. I can't, I've got difficulty developing my 100 <laughs> staff company. No, seriously, so stressful. Imagine wow. how many times he'd been hurt or abused or lied to, cheated on. But because look at the, look at the love so, he's earned yes. now. Look at the love he's earned. And he's done it so selflessly. And there's, there's not a single person that you that would say negative about it. Yes. Because everybody's living that his dream, his yes. passion. We are where all would, living. Where would two foreigners come to, and do good for themselves, and be welcomed and not yes. feel prejudiced? Yes. I, you know, I, I want to talk to listeners who are outside the Middle East mm. because they don't know what it's like in Dubai. Yeah. It's incredible. Fly here. Yeah. Check it out. See oh. it. How open-minded it is. 
Yes, was it truly. Last, last year was a year of uh, tolerance. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. They Just tolerate. imagine the yeah. concept that you have. Yes. They're actually promoting tolerance yes. in a way that now we don't hear about it anywhere it's in the safe, world. It's safe. It's secure. Yes. I, I've forgotten what it's like to lock the car. Or True. walk around with my, my mobile phone or my white kind of handbag and it's fine. True. In Europe, people are scared. In Far East, you can't carry your mobile phone. Yeah. You get snatched. Your bags get snatched. Yeah. We created a country of abundance, safe, yeah. all from a vision, a dream. Yeah. I would love to. I'll, I'll actually kiss his hand him. before we, we start yeah. the interview because I just want to Whenever you him. get him on, please uh, call me in. I'd love to be a part of that podcast. Yeah, I'll be honored. Absolutely. He's one great person to, to learn. He, I'm sure he would have so many things. And you don't get to learn these things in schools and in universities. No, it comes from inside. From the, 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 I think the local population are very, very... No, I don't. I 100% know. It's not, I don't think. And they're very lucky and blessed to have a leader yes. like that. True. Amazing. And it keeps driving, it keeps growing, and it keeps pushing, and it's. And when the world is offering, uh, suffering from recession, hmm. this place keeps growing. Yes, it does. So he'll be in my top three. Hmm. So we can't share so. the same guys. Right? <laughs> so although if I do, so I do interview Sheikh Mohammed, I will invite you. Thank you very much. You can hold the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I can be the fly on the wall. I don't mind that. I'm just joking. I don't I'm mind that. You know, Your top three. Often people say Richard I would Branson. That's a common one. You can't say Richard Branson. Were you going to say no, Richard would, Branson no, then? No, oh, I good. was about to say Bill Gates. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that program on Netflix? Um, was it Bill Gates' brain? Inside Bill inside, Gates' brain uh, or something? Bill yeah, Gates' inside, brain. Inside Bill's brain or something like that. Yeah. Bill's mind yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Could you well, Google it and find out inside... Much part of Bill Gates was it? <laughs> it's on my list, yeah. It was an amazing. But uh, you know, from where, right from the seventies and all, you know, how even Steve Jobs, you know, how they picked up, how they built, yeah. they practically built the future. Yes. They practically built the future and handed it off to us. Yes. The the funny thing is, I know people who know Bill Gates, and they mm. say that he looks like a geek, but he is one of the most competitive human beings you could meet. I'm sure. I mean, no wonder he's... He's been the richest is. for so many years. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So intelligent. I don't know how many books... He like 10 books a week or something he reads. And he memorizes oh. most of it. What was the program called? Did you find it? You can say it if you want. What's it called? Inside Bill Gates... Inside, inside Bill's brain. brain. Yeah, inside yeah. Bill's brain. Yeah. And the so. funny thing is he drinks Coke all the time. <laughs> Right, I'm like, <laughs> don't you care about your health, all the sugar and everything else? Yeah. But uh, amazing. He's doing so much for health-related projects as well all around yeah. the world. He's, I think his wealth and is valued at 134 billion, and he's, he can't give it away fast enough. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. If you imagine, he's just put in a bank account and you get 10% <laughs> a year. Hmm. That's 13 billion. <laughs> Somebody you're was earning. Saying, you're earning how much? A billion a month. Yeah. Just interest on your money. Somebody was, somebody was saying, I'm sure, it could very much be true. If he drops a $100 bill it's on more the expensive ground, to go back and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think he carries Why? cash. Do you Why know the funny, thing is, the funny thing is, most successful people don't actually pay for anything. Mm -hmm. Right? They get it given. Yeah. So if I had, let's say, a, a, a development mm -hmm. and I want to sell it, I'll give one to Bill Gates, I'll give one to David Beckham, I'll give one to the Kardashians. 
And before you know it, everybody who wants my building is because they think they're going to be neighbors to these guys, right? So yeah. free marketing. So what I find is the richer and most successful, well-known they are, the, le the least they pay for things. Yeah, true. Um, but then, then still, uh, they say, you know, richer, rich people keep on getting richer and richer. Absolutely. That's because of the network. That's what happens. So Bill so Gates, two and three. So, so Bill Gates is one. Uh, Elon Musk, definitely. Yes. A person Can who is this guy run a prof profitable business? I tell you See, something, I love to be, I, I, love to, I love to learn from him. How the, he raises billions, right? Yeah. He raises money. You saw what happened at the Cybertruck launch. It was the most embarrassing presentation <laughs> but, but I have ever see seen it? in my life. Yeah, but did you see the, the hype it created and the marketing? Yeah, but I wasn't planning on doing it. Uh, if you and I had done it, we would have been fired, right? Yeah. And then, then it goes two weeks later, it starts doing a silly dance in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I, I'm like, what is this? The more fool, the guy, <laughs> what is it? Toyota, no, no, Volkswagen sells 30 times more cars than Tesla. 30 yeah. times more. But Tesla's more valuable, valuable than Volkswagen. Yeah. Again, he's one guy. Billion. He's he's one guy who's building the future now. For himself. I but think we're all thing, gonna. I think we're all gonna. We're gonna benefit, right? But yeah. but Porsche build a better electric car. Yes. Right. And Toyota builds a better electric car. There's lots of. See, and they're cheaper. And they're cheaper. Electric cars go way back, a hundred years, I think. Yeah. Edison. Right? Edison yeah. was all for pushing electric cars. Yeah. But then uh, Ford won. Yeah. For whatever reason, that did not yeah. happen. And if we would have been uh, spending as much on R&D on electric cars, then yes. we have even half of what we have spent on We would have a clearer air vehicle. and better cars and everything. Yeah. But then was, do you know what, what amazes me? We're going to go back to your top three. What amazes me is that Henry Ford, you see, they really discovered oil in the late 18th century, right? To develop, to turn it and refine it for vehicles and things. Who would have thought then that there will be 200 years of oil. Does that make sense? Yeah. If I was Henry Ford, build a, co a combustion engine, I'd be thinking like, maybe this thing's gonna last 10 years, <laughs> right? Maybe this oil's gonna run out. But yeah. they had so much belief yeah. and vision that they think that oil will last forever. I can't yeah, envisage how much oil there is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there would be, I think it was more than that. Not just, I think they, uh, People like Ford and now uh, Elon and all, they, they look at the, the bigger vision Much of developing the, the overall infrastructure and the technology and all of those things. And most people, who knows tomorrow, once they're losing they money, better people, than electricity. Yes, and they solar keep Solar is maybe good enough. Yeah, well, he owns the biggest solar company yeah. in America, yeah. doesn't he? Part of Tesla. Incredible. So he has, he has everything in his bag. <laughs> And people are willing to give him billions, literally yeah. billions, for his vision. I think his paychecks, or his, I think he's going to give away $350 million for achieving the, the, the target of um, share prices. Wow. Cash. And of course, he's uh, worth about $20 billion just having shares of stock <laughs> in Tesla. And then he's got his SpaceX. And yeah, SpaX. How does he get the time? Boring company and all of that. Yeah. How I love that name, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Amazing. So that'll be your number two. Who'll be your number three? So this is gentlemen that I really, really wished I had thought about podcasting. And so unfortunately, he's passed away now. But if I could go back on time. Steve in time. Jones? No, it's a Pakistani philanthropist. Uh, his name is Abdul Sattar Eidi. 
Did he pass away recently? Uh, he passed. No, he passed away 2016, I believe. Okay. Uh, but uh, he's in the Guinness uh, Book for having the largest private uh, ambulance network in the world. Wow. And he built that. Uh, he's, he's one of the biggest philanthropists ever across the world. If you so, uh, he's a very he's a very well known figure. Well, he in did it silently, silently, and yes. He very didn't promote silently. himself. He just uh, no. People. What was his main business? Uh, so he started off uh, taking care of orphans, orphanages. He had orphanages. He had uh, mortuaries. He used to get into the kind of stuff that people were ashamed of getting into, and he used to say, "I want to help people around me, charities and donations and." Uh, you name it, hospitals, wherever donations are required. So if we, if I want to give any charity, I would just uh, close my eyes and give it to the ED Foundation, and then they would look around for the deserving people and projects and then mm -hmm. donate to them. The best thing is that the man was so humble. You would never see him dress fancy or go to fancy places and all. And his, uh, in, uh, in his own, he had a t huge net worth in terms of not just the money that you have, but the influence that you have. That's the real net worth of a person. The influence that you have, the, the amount of people that you inspire and motivate. Wow. And that is phenomenal. And he died of old age? Yeah, he died. He was, yeah, old age caught up, he was sick, he wasn't well. And he used to tell people that if you don't have enough money to raise your child or to educate your child, give your child to me, I will raise him as my own. And I will educate him. Wow. And he did that. He, is, he and his wife together, and now his sons runs the organization. And it's a legacy now that is paying forward. So I would really want to know, you know what I would want to ask him? How and where did you get that humility? I mean, it's when you look at that level of humility, you're surprised. I mean, at some point in time, everybody gets selfish. Yes. But he didn't. Never. I think uh, there's a guy, I don't know his name, you might know, he started the duty free um, and he's given like three billion dollars of his money, Irish I think he is, and uh, he didn't tell anyone, only I think Guinness Book of Records or CNN or something like this researched and found out that he was one of the biggest philanthropists in the, on the planet Wow! and he's given all his money away, he's got nothing left wow. and he's still living Wow! and he said the day I die I would have given my last penny away. I'll find out. Uh, that's the, that's I'll let you know. see that. That's something beyond yes. what we can imagine. Yes. And and this, and you're saying you know, so he's he's he had a lot of money and he gave it away. But what if uh, you don't have any money and you still have that spirit? Yes. And if you earn ten dirhams, you want to share five with somebody else. Yes. You know that's fascinating. Yes. You know, and that's what he was. Maybe you should see his family and. So Interview yeah, so he, they're very very accessible. Anybody can just walk into their office. Let's, let's and just meet him. Let's do it as, so, a, as an exercise. So that's twenty twenty. So, so yeah, my wife has met him, yeah. uh, but His I have yet to. No, him. him. He, wow. She's met him, but uh, I have not been lucky enough. <laughs> but hopefully someday I would want to meet his son, maybe or yes. his wife, uh, who are taking this forward, touching, and, and maybe get some yeah. stories about him. Yeah, I would love to. So maybe that. Uh, Message goes on for years. Yes, I would love to. These are people. How, how do you spell his name? Or what is uh, so he can be found on Google with his last name E D H I. E D H I. E -D, yes. So, so his foundation is called E D Foundation. Amazing. Amazing. So. Pakistan.
Pakistani. Do you know, I, I didn't know whether you were Indian or Pakistani, mm. but you're Pakistani, right? I'm Pakistani, yes. I believe there's a huge tourism industry now opening for yes, Pakistan. There is. There is. Which is amazing. Yes. I, and I've seen some odd videos, and I'm like, whoa, what a beautiful country. You know, we are proud to have uh, one of the most diverse tourism industries, uh, and weather-wise also. Mm -hmm. So I say practically in a span of 24 hours, you can experience extreme cold and extreme heat. Yes. So you start from one end of Pakistan, where the mountains, mountains where it snows in June and July. Yes. And at the same time, the other end of Pakistan Someday. is scorching weather like you have here in in the summers. Yes. Touching around 50s. I've seen the pictures of the most amazing valleys, and oasis, valleys the greenery. Because you don't imagine Pakistan being green. Mm. Uh, my ignorance, right? <laughs> uh, but it's beautifully green yes, in some it areas. Is, it is. It is now. Thankfully, being recognized as one of the best places to visit in the world, one of the safest, safest places as yes, well. Yes. Uh, so a lot of this, you know, uh, was a media hype. It keeps on going up it's and BS. down. But then the it's thing BS. is, yeah. the thing is, uh, so Pakistan has gone through a lot uh, yes. previously. So, but then we persevere, and then uh, thankfully now that's being recognized. Yes. So I come from uh, Karachi city. Uh, grew up there, was born there, grew up there, came to UAE here in 2005 and then I went back yes. in 2007 and then came back here in 2014. My wife actually grew up here. Oh, had she? She, yeah. hadn't, she hadn't been back home much, just to she, see family I guess, but not living. Yeah, so, so they had moved back uh, after she was done with her college and all, but then her early education was all here. And your children born here, raised here? Uh, no, only the daughter was born here. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. we came here in 2014. Okay. We got married in 2006. Right. right. Yeah. It's funny that um, as expats go, I don't feel like an expat until something goes wrong. Trust me, you don't feel that way. I, mean, I don't feel that way. Unless, unless like, God forbid, I'm sick or uh, when it crashed or something. And mm. suddenly I feel like, oh, I don't speak Arabic. Oop. <laughs> I, I'm not covered yeah. by this. I'm not, the, you know. Yeah. So when I feel you really... Um, maybe it's a bit controversial, but you always have to be covered for just in case when you're an expat. Right. Uh, I have a home in Thailand, mm -hmm. and it feels the same. When nothing goes wrong, it's wonderful. Hmm. But the moment you get into a car crash, immediately the police hmm. are on the side right. of the locals, right. and you you be, you feel like a foreigner. Hmm. But I feel here the the police and all they're very very neutral very in that fair. sense. Yes. Uh, I feel that it is my you know, the the minimum way that I can pay back is to be able to communicate in Arabic fluently. Do you speak Arabic? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I, so that's that's why I keep, you know, I try to, I learn. keep pushing myself, trying mm -hmm. to learn. I can understand a little bit, uh, make uh, maybe the crux of the conversation, but mm -hmm. I can't speak to save my life. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I just can't speak languages. Yeah. You barely speak Iranian, maybe and I'm, I'm Iranian. Hmm. Maybe we're too old to acquire that new skill. Yeah, that, that takes, neural takes, connections yeah. are gone long, yeah. long ago. And I'm yeah. way older than you. So um, what does the future hold for you? So a future... No, give me short see, term. See, basically, uh, I, I just want to continue giving back. And I say this because I have been blessed enough to be able to identify the goodness around me. So when I was growing up, I was not like the typical people, uh, typical kids around my age. 
I would never go out and play in the streets. I would. I was never in any uh, sporting or team or anything. Never mm-hmm. played anything. Uh, part of that was also because I used to get bored easily. I don't know whether I was a fast learner or not. But then uh, that uh, that made me s- jump hobbies and and motivations very very quickly. So yes. I would pick up some stuff and then get bored with it and want to move to others yes. other things. And that allowed me to discover a lot a lot a lot of things around so me. So you're always seeking, always so learning, always, always learning, searching. Always seeking. Yeah. And I consider that a blessing. Yeah. A lot of people say, why do you go through this pain of doing a podcast? You could be at home, playing around with your you kids. Know, watching so Netflix, yeah. doing this and that. But somehow I really cannot do. I hate when I'm on leave from work. Yes. I always find something else to do. And while I was growing up, I think my father, uh, bless him, he had pushed that in us, in our in the siblings. Yes. During summer vacation and all the kids used to be playing, yes. we used to, it was a tradition every summer vacation we were required to go and sit in the entrance exam of every school around town amazing and he he Push said it's up time. to you whether you want to switch schools or not but remember the decision should be yours wow he gave you choice and choice is power yes choice is freedom right and that gave us confidence and that gave us the wonderful world of discovery around us wow so i started i i got is your father still with us no, he's not. Wow, he passed what a wise man. 16. I'm sorry to hear that. What yeah. a wise man. Yes, really wise. And, I'm, and I can't imagine what he must be thinking at that point in time. Because yeah. we used to hate it. I mean, like every other child. Yeah, I mean, why he, he had a vision. He, he had, had a vision, vision. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, when, I, uh, when I was growing up, I think 10 grade or something, I got hooked on to music. And I was the first person in my entire family to even talk about music at home. Do you play? Uh, yes, I play. What do you play? I play drums, I play keyboards, I play guitar. You I have play. all these at home? Yes, I do. Wow. And your kids As play? As a hobby. My son plays drums. Oh, wow. It's amazing yeah. that you can play music, but you don't, you're not good at picking up languages. Because if, they, if those neurons are connected, you mm. can actually pick up languages. I don't know, languages. maybe because that, that part of me started much earlier when mm-hmm. I was young and came naturally and I wanted to. So I started playing the keyboard and I got bored and I could play it. Do you play in a band? Okay. Do you play in any bands? Yes, I've, I've what played kind of bands. Uh, so we used to play mostly rock, uh, pop rock oh, kind yeah. of stuff, you know. Oh. Uh, and then, so we had, I had a band for almost 10 years. Amazing. Was, uh, that was always as a hobby. So apart from... Uh, I can actually, life. I don't know, funny enough, I can actually see you as a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? I can see, yeah. Maybe not rock, but... So, yeah, I'm not the headbanging kind of guy, <laughs> no, but no, then, no. yeah. So... That was it, and as I grew on and I got into my my career and all, so I continued that thing wherever I was. I had a passion of connecting with people, maybe because of uh, being used to or being on stage. Yes, I wanted to connect with people, and I felt comfortable. And you were comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what role I was in my organization, I used to always tell my boss, "Hey, listen, can I do one training session here, one training session there for them, so and so forth?" And my boss used to say, "As long as you don't, it doesn't affect your productivity. Fine." So. All of this led me to somehow discover what I call as the proper time management skills that somehow I think I built on my own. And I was uh, lucky enough to be able to understand those. And that is why all my peers and my friends, they always say, you know, when I go back home from work, I'm so exhausted, I'm so tired, I don't have the capacity to do anything else. And I just tell them, listen, if you have the time to watch Netflix for an hour, 
You have time. You, to you have yes. Then you can't complain. Yes. People come Don't and say, "My time. life is stuck. I'm not growing in my career. Mm -hmm. I'm not growing in my professional, personal life, social life, whatever you want to do." Yes. And then you have the time to sit and yeah, watch, watch Netflix, TV. watch TV, and they wonder where their life's gone. Yeah. I remember my um, uh, father-in-law who passed away a few years ago. He was in his 70s and he said to me, Darish, I have no idea where my 40s and 50s went. Mm. I'm 53, mm. soon to be 54, and I have no idea where the last 15 years have gone. You know, See, life is short. My grandma was 90 and she said, enjoy life. Life is short before true, he passed away. True. See, I always tell people that of everything that you have in the world, yeah. whether it is money, whether it is your career, whether it is your personal life, whether it is your social life with your friends, you can negotiate with everything. But time. But time. But most people go the other way around. The other way around. They, they live life like it's forever. Yes. And it breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart. We've been in over an hour. Wow. Beautiful, no? Wow. I've really enjoyed it. Now, we're going to do a little bit of a, a, a teaser. Sure. What I would like you to do, if you would like to and I'll be honored if you do give me some kind of a message to the listeners if you could give something away right now that they could benefit from over right. the next 30 seconds or so right what would that be and I and I cherish it please right so I think something to take away I think if there's one thing that people can take away from this conversation is that remember that we limit ourselves beyond our wildest dreams if you can believe in it, if you can imagine it, you can achieve it. And the first step towards turning your life around is time management. Because time is the only thing you cannot negotiate. And it's not just work, life no, time anything management. anything and everything. Yes. You want to learn a new skill. You know, science has proven that the best way to stop aging is to learn a new skill. Because that prevents aging of your mind. Wow. And the first step to do that is to realize that you can make no matter how busy you are, you can make time. And I always say, at the end of it all, the race is with yourself. It's not with other people. You come Forget. alone. You come alone. You leave alone. Forget what other people yeah. think about you or say to you. And, you know, if I'm not driving the most expensive car or if I'm not wearing the most expensive watch, what will my peer think and this and that? Forget them. Because at the end of the day, they're not the ones paying your bill. Absolutely. You are a product of your circumstances. Absolutely. And if you want to change your circumstances, you want something else that you've never had, you'll have to do something that you've never done. So I think my takeaway would be realize this, forget what people think about you and learn skills of time management. And if people really understand time management, their life, will, even if I want a nice, good, relaxing time and vacation time and I want it to be really relaxing in my mind, I still will need to take time out for it. You're right. And that's why time management. Because you could be on the beach and not relaxing. Exactly. You could be at work yeah. and not achieving much because you're not managing your time properly. Yes. I love you, man. From Same the bottom here. of my heart, I do. Same here. I respect you. you very much. Now, if my guys, my uh, viewers and listeners want to reach out to you, I know you do time management courses and I know yeah. you have your beautiful podcast. How can they do that? So, uh, very easy to reach out to me uh, on LinkedIn. You can search with my name, Farooq Ahmed. But on all other channels, I'm with uh, at Farooq Talks, F-A-R-R-U-K-H-T-A-L-K-S. Done. Talks. And we'll have a text under this uh, podcast so as much. well. It's been an honor, my yeah. friend. Let's honor do this again soon.
to be here with you again, second time. And look forward to more conversations. Done. Let's do this, right? Let's not forget. Yes. Yeah. Proud of you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. My love to your wife, please. Thank, Thank you. you. And family. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye.